This is ROH wrestler Adam Cole, and you are listening to the podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 different countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler Bear, and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Meet Watt. I'm Doug. And welcome to episode 295 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. Cool, bro. You can follow us on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, and Player.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. The podcast is on Twitter at WNS Podcast. Welcome to the show. Got lots to talk about this week. No Mercy, Raw, SmackDown, maybe Total Bellas. Maybe talk a little bit about WWE 2K17, Hot Topics, Q&A, all that good stuff and more. But first, how are you guys doing? Can't stop itching. Oh, that's not good. You need to... Right here. Yeah? On my thumb. That's weird. That sounds weird. Like Right here, what does that mean? I had an inner ear itch earlier. And it was like driving me insane. Is that the the type of thing where it's like you're trying to use your pinky, but also you're using your tongue, to yes. the roof of your mouth? Yes. Yeah. It was driving me nuts. I did not. I like don't it. quite understand that. I don't either. It was inside my skull. 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 And I did not enjoy it. But uh, Doug, how are you? <laughs> I'm fine. Hanging in there, feeling a little under the weather. A little bit. A little bit. But that's all what right. About you. Oh, I'm doing good. I'm uh, I'm excited. I'm ready. I'm ready for January to be I here. Are you willing? I am ready, willing, and gable. That's right. I'm not gable, but um, I'm able to get excited about the Royal Rumble because the uh, they made the announcement. Tickets went on sale, pre-sale. So we've already secured our tickets. We've already secured our hotel. And we're gonna have one hell of a time. I think town-wise, it's going to be better than New Orleans. Yeah. I feel like. Because, okay, before that was the only time I've been to New Orleans. But I, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, the events that we went to and everything was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. But I think with WrestleMania being there, I think there's something else going on. It was just. It was very crowded. Uh, yeah. More crowded than you would normally think. Yeah. Because not I, only I, I was it. I wasn't impressed. I wasn't impressed. Yeah. Because not what only was saw, it. Not you only was it a normal... I mean, I enjoyed that tour thing, but you that were, was... You weren't impressed with New Orleans? I guess the tour, but, like, I don't know. I think it was just the ex- experience with, like, <laughs> everything was so crazy, mm-hmm. and then... I the, thought the, the bring, I thought New Orleans as a city was really cool. I just... I think... The, I drove, and I'm not... <clears throat> I'm not used to big city driving, and it sort of was, like, an experience for me. Yeah, never forget and, that. <clears throat> I just, like... We just, I mean, just flat out, we don't fucking, we don't drive like that around here. It's like, it's just too much like big city driving for me. Never forget the boots. <clears throat> big city living and a voodoo woman named Phyllis. <clears throat> so, yeah, it's the water boy for those who, uh, who don't know. The, I knew it sounded familiar. 
Yeah. So um, it's like all that crazy shit where they're like, this is a one way and you can't fucking go here, but you got to make sure you park it over. Front. It's just too much for me. It, yeah, that was that was but a I lot. I feel of like though, there, where we went, where there was one way is the, the streets were small. Yes. As a, as a city, I thought it was cool. As a city that I had to maneuver, and <laughs> I thought it was like, well, this is kind of shit. But I'm just not, I'm not used to driving like that mm-hmm. or like having to like, I don't know, whatever you would. Well, it was, a, it was also a, nor- a number of things as far as the people, as far as the crowd. You have your normal, hey, I'm going to go to New Orleans for the weekend. Should be a lot of fun. You have your residents of New Orleans. You've got whatever else was going on other than WrestleMania that had it so packed up. Uh, and then you had everyone who was there for WrestleMania. That's an extra 70-something thousand people uh, crowding the, that city. Yeah. So it was, it was very uh, cluttered, to say the least. But hoping that... Uh, Royal Rumble in San Antonio is going to be a little bit better. We've got our uh, our hotel just about a you know half a mile away from the from the Alamo Dome, and uh, they've already announced that NXT is going to be taking place there. Evolve's going to be to take having they're doing two shows NXT there. at the Alamo Dome, not at the Alamo Dome, but uh, that's a big building. Yeah, it's going to be at a nearby uh, a nearby uh, event center, something like that. But um, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So. <laughs> Stay tuned on more details for that. And, uh, yeah, should be a lot of a lot of fun. Uh, no feedback this week, but that's all right. We are going to dive right into uh, No Mercy that took place this past Sunday. Um, the kickoff match, Hype Bros teaming up with American Alpha going up against Ascension and Vaude Villains with uh, the Hype Bros and American Alpha getting the victory. Anything to really take away from it? Not really. No. I don't really remember too much Yeah, about it. Was I even there for that match? Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. yeah. I think I came in as you, it was starting. You didn't, you didn't. You weren't there for the Kurt Hawkins. Thing. All I, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. All I remember was thinking <clears throat> that like it said like the VOD villains and like the Ascension are like they've fallen so much. No. Yeah. I remember. Like, I remember us being like, "Damn, I forgot the VOD villains were on SmackDown," and you were like, "Yeah, what the fuck?" <laughs> yeah. Aiden English has a trench coat now, and a beard. Well, he's been having a beard. They've been having those coats. Really? <clears throat> yeah. So you got to see the uh, air quote debut of Kurt Hawkins. Comes out. Step foot in the ring. It's like he does his own introduction, like in his um, Titan Tron music or whatever. He does his own thing. Kurt thing. Hawkins. Yeah. Um, the fucked up thing was they did the, I said I was going to step foot in the ring and he did. I'll have my first match on SmackDown on Tuesday, which he wasn't even on the show. Yeah, yeah, but he did addressed the, that, uh, apparently. Yeah, he did address it. I don't know what what he said. I though. didn't see him addressing it. But. It was one of those WWE.com exclusive things, and then they posted on their Facebook where uh, whoever the backstage reporter is goes up to him and is like, "Hey, you said you were going to be on there, but the show's over. You ran out of time." And he turns to her and he goes, "What's that old saying? Time waits for no man." Except Kurt Hawkins, and then there was an explosion video, or whatever. No, what if he got pulled? Probably that, or they're gonna try and take what they were doing with Eva Marie, where they were just delaying the entrance, and they're having it fall on to uh, Kurt Hawkins with these terrible Chuck Norris facts. But he's replacing Chuck Norris with Kurt Hawkins. Who knows, man? Yeah. Who knows? But. <clears throat> I did find it very odd that they kicked off the um, the pay per view 
with the championship match. You know, that's... Um, Doug said that he read uh, that people were saying because of the, the debates or something? Yeah, I mean, I can I can see that the presidential that debate took place. that was the only thing I thought about because there was nothing like super big that happened at the end of the pay-per-view, so that, yeah. I think that was most logical. Yeah, I mean, I can see that, but... The thing that gets me is that the WWE is hyping it as the main event. That's the main event. John Cena has now been in his 68th The main event is the first match. No, it is not. It is the main event. It is the last event that people wait for. That's the main event of No Mercy was Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. It doesn't matter how you word it. Randy Orton were actually supposed to be the first match. The first match. I don't know. I'm just saying stupid stuff. I mean, the fact that they had the championship match as the first one and they didn't have a championship match as the last match, that kind of threw you off. Yeah. Well, so. I just don't understand the, uh, the, the train of thought that we are concerned with people um, watching the debate instead of the main event because yeah. of the time. But, like, they... There's no rating. I mean, I'm sure internally they have numbers on what <clears throat> segments and what how much things get watched, but those are private numbers that they I don't believe that they release to the public. So mm-hmm. I don't understand. That's not. It doesn't work the same in the way that like raw numbers or SmackDown, where those are used to like for advertisements and stuff like to to bargain like rates for advertisements. So I don't understand why that would be a concern for them. But yeah. uh, I don't know. It's a little weird. There's no. I I don't. I don't get it. I mean, if that's the main event, and you're trying to test your numbers out. Yeah, I can see that and be like, okay, are people really just tuning in for this matchup, or are they actually going to stick around and watch the the remainder of the matches? Because honestly, I don't think that there was that much interest in the Randy Orton Bray Wyatt enough to make it the final match to have people holding on to. No, nah, it was a it was a two match card for sure. It was all about the the three way and Miz and Ziggler. Yeah, everything else was just sort of there. And um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you pretty much said it. The, the two matches were the reason for for really tuning in. Uh, the other matches were okay. Um, what did you think about the triple threat though? Um, I thought it was pretty good, but not like at the level of like AJ's had like a pretty incredible year. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't think he's had a bad match with anybody, but triple threat is a little bit different. It's a little bit trickier. Um, I don't know. I just didn't feel like it was at the level of his other big matches this year, but I didn't think it was that bad or anything. Is that to fault him or the matchup itself? Um, well, I think it's a. I don't think it was him necessarily. I think I'm sort of down on Dean Ambrose in the ring right now. I think that's part of it. I think just in general, the fact that it's harder to have a good match that's a triple threat match. Yeah, takes a, takes it down a peg. <clears throat> but uh, I mean, I don't. There's nothing about his performance in particular that I would cite as that. So I wouldn't put it as a knock against him or anything. I think he's had a, a pretty awesome run this year. Mm. I, mean, I think you can't really point to anything that he's done. Then say like, eh, what the fuck was AJ doing? Outside of maybe like his first couple of matches with Jericho, they were just sort of like there. Yeah. Other than that. See, and I thought they were going to try and swerve everybody by having the uh, the double uh, submission into the uh, into the tapping out. I figured that was going to be their way of saying, okay, AJ Styles is out of this competition, so 
later in the night, we're going to have Dean Ambrose versus John Cena to determine who's going to be the champion. Right. And be like, hey, you lost to both of these guys, technically. Uh, so now it's up to us to figure out, out of those two, who is the better man. Yes, yeah, see, I thought I thought for a second, I thought that might have been it, too, until they restarted it, because that mm-hmm. would be like a way of protecting him. Yeah. And uh, moving the title. Because... We sort of talked about last week the whole like Cena thing. Like, do you give him the the record? Mm-hmm. And I think yeah, I think yes, you do give him the record. But the thing about it, it's not tying it that is the big deal. It's breaking it, yeah. and this would only be tying it. So if you're if you're gonna break it, it should be at a big show like maybe at, like a Mania or something. But the, if to do that, he has to win it one time before that and lose it. So it wouldn't mm-hmm. have surprised me if he would have won it here and lost it, and then when like breaks the record at like Mania or something, right? So I could have seen that, but they did restart it. Yeah, they restarted the matchup, and uh, AJ Styles ends up getting the victory to retain his WWE championship. Um, Nikki Bella defeats Carmella. Nothing really stood out about that matchup for me. Um, Not to knock the ladies, it's just there was nothing really memorable about it. I was kind of surprised that Nikki got the win over Carmella. I figured that would have been a chance to... uh, to make a new star and stamp stamp her name, make it a win, make it a win. Uh, I did really poorly in the prediction picks. Uh, I think I made up a little <laughs> bit of ground this time. Yeah, you actually did. Um, so, oh well. So Tyler, you are now in the lead by one uh, point. By one point, not too far behind. Doug's close as well. So still anybody's What's the scores? game. Um. Was it fifty four to fifty three to forty nine? I believe it's pretty close, or fifty three fifty two, somewhere around there. It's very, it's very close. Um, the tag match, same thing. I mean, nothing to knock the guys, um, but nothing really stood out about the match. Heath Slater and Rhino retained, yeah. um, which I don't really know where they're going to go from there, unless they're going to face either the Ascension or the Vaude Villains. I mean. Do you give the Usos like a fourth chance now? Because they lost to Heath Slater and Rhino, but they got back into the t- the the picture. They lost to Heath Slater and Rhino. Then they became number one contenders, and they lost to Heath Slater and Rhino. So now here we are. Give them another chance. Yeah, give them one more chance. Why not? I could see time. I could see them doing like a hot shotting the Vaude Villains to the main event or something like that. Yeah, I mean. We sort of talked about this last week when, when we sort of came came to the agreement that the fun in Slater and Rhino is in, <coughs> is in the chase and not necessarily in them being champs. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't have surprised me if they had taken them off, taken the belts off of them at this point. But <clears throat> also, it's not like they've had them on there long enough to where it's like grading and like so it doesn't really bother me. Yeah, they have them so. I, I mean, it's not like they are like dead in the water right now. Yeah, but it, it it's still in the back of your mind of like how far can this really go, kind of thing, you know. But um, well, they did help out. They helped out uh, Ziggler, so I could see mm-hmm. maybe even doing the Spirit Squad versus those guys because that's yeah. They sort of they didn't tease it, but they did come out and help Ziggler on right now. Sure. Uh, and the next Which time is about we, all I can remember. From <laughs> <laughs> well, the next time we see SmackDown superstars in a pay per view will be at Survivor Series. And Daniel Bryan came out with Shane and uh, and challenged Raw to the uh, Survivor Series, a traditional five on five, a tag team fi- or a five team tag team against. That seems five. excessive. That is all. Uh, that's yeah. That's going to be stacked. Five dudes and five women, sure, but the the five teams. So you're going to have ten on ten, basically. <laughs> that's a lot of dudes. And now is it okay? So I pin you. Is your partner gone as well? 
I would imagine so. Um, and then no they also did. did the uh, the five on five women's uh, matchup. I like the return to the emphasis of the Survivor teams, mm-hmm. but the five tag team is just a lot. It's pretty much all. It's right. their entire division. Sure. So uh, there's not really anyone who's not going to be everybody's in that match. getting on that card. Yeah. So even the makeshift matches, they're going to even the makeshift tag teams are going to be on there. Um, Baron Corbin defeating Jack Swagger. Whatever. I mean, but whoever lost is dead in the water, anyways. I mean, they brought Jack Swagger in to try and like revitalize him, and ends up losing, and nothing really happens on SmackDown this past week. I don't really know that they brought him over to revitalize him as much right. as they they brought him over to like help put help put other dudes up. over. Yeah, <clears throat> mm. because I mean, SmackDown is a a lighter roster; they have less people, you know. Well, yeah. But you have Corbin, who has nothing going for him right now because Kalisto's out. Swagger. Well, yeah. Well, you have Swagger, who comes in, has nothing going for him. Well, I think he's there just to make other dudes, pretty much. I Um, think he's like, I think he's, I mean, I think we we had a question about if he was going to be pushed or he's there to make other guys, but I think he's just like the gender mall. He's like the jobber with a name to like make other dudes. Get a win every once in a while just to keep his name up. Um, Make it a win. Dolph Ziggler versus The Miz. Uh, Miz threw everything he had at him. Hell of a match for these guys. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, Miz is, you know, he's stepped it up this this year, uh, especially in the past few months. I mean, if it's not AJ's year, it's fucking Miz's year so far. Yeah. That, those, that's your number one and number two heel in the company right now. Uh, you know, these guys are just blown away, uh, at least on SmackDown. On, on Raw, obviously, you've got your Kevin Owens and... Uh, Jericho has become more of a tweener because he's getting over with the crowd with the list. Um, but yeah, hell of a job by Ziggler and Miz. Um, th- this, you know, if it wasn't going to be the triple threat, this should have been the main event uh, because it's title versus career. Is this going to be the end of Dolph Ziggler? I feel like there were more implications in this match than there was Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. Yeah, they had a hell of a lot more heat than the main event did for sure. Yeah. But Miz Miz got super kicked with uh with this with uh Ziggler's foot. It wasn't like a the boot or whatever. Right. It's like, oh you got a sock to the face. I yeah. mean I still I It mean, was connects. a pretty it was a pretty ho hum show and like but the crowd was like really into this match. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, they had the Maurice doing that spray to his face to Ziggler's face. You had the spirit squad come out and attack. And then they all got ejected, and we want Mitch. Yeah. So um, Ziggler ends up getting the win, Mitch. becoming the new Intercontinental Championship. Uh, hey guys. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was about to say. I don't know if you guys have heard or not, but Becky Lynch was unable com- to compete due to non-competition related <coughs> injuries. Let me tell you something. Non-in-ring competition related injuries. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Nothing sounds more suspicious <laughs> than you're you feeling the need <clears throat> to say that it was not related to in-ring competition 500 times. Yeah. It was in like, fact, just, just to let you guys know. In fact, if he had just said she's out with an injury, I probably wouldn't have suspected anything. Yeah. But now I'm almost certain it's because of <laughs> something related to in-ring. You know? uh, she was kind of... We kind of put her in a match before the pay-per-view, and she kind of got hurt, and that's on us, 
but you don't need to know that. Yeah, I don't know. It's a it's a very weird situation. Yeah, because I want to say that people were saying that she wrestled like that Friday night and was like holding her neck or something like that, something along those lines. But uh, she could be out. She's gonna be out for a while, but not long enough to vacate the title. So maybe well, that's. They, they said that Alexa's getting her shot at the show in Glasgow. Yeah. Is it Glasgow? It's like November, I think. November 6th, yeah, I want to say. A little under a month. Yeah. They got time. Um, and in the time being, she's going to feud with Naomi, which is fine. I mean, what other baby face that isn't already in a thing is there besides Naomi? I mean, Bell, Nikki Bell is still sort of in the thing with Carmella. Yeah. And other than that, that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's all you got. That's your women. Yep. You got three faces, and you got Natalia, Alexa, Carmella. Eve Marie's out, and when yeah. she she's going to fill the movie when she's not hurt. So. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. I mean, these, you know, this this match was fine. Nothing really to take away from it. And uh, it was kind of surprising seeing Naomi get the win over the number one contender. So now. Well, you're... I think that's their way. I mean, it is, but I think that's their way of further sidetracking it and having something sure. for her to do until she gets back. Because mm-hmm. they've already established, like, you're going to get your title shot when she gets back. Yeah. But uh, if she just beat her here, then it's like that whole thing where it's like, well, <coughs> I already beat you. Why are we feuding? Mm hmm. And then uh, Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. Um, I kind of lost focus during this matchup because you and I were having sort of a heated discussion with Sushan over the uh, over how wrestling is performed. Yeah. And uh, so I, I didn't get to focus as much on this match oh as I would like gosh. to. Yeah. So, but from what I saw, it I mean, was who could care about this? Yeah. It 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 was whatever. I was glad that uh, that Luke Harper returned. You know, cool to see. He him is back. a welcome welcome back to the roster. So, what happened to Eric Rowan? He's he's hurt. I don't remember what it is specifically, but he's Nobody injured. Nobody knows. Somebody knows. It probably wasn't related to entering competition, but you want to talk about SmackDown since we're just coming off of the pay per view? Sure, let's do it. Um, I actually missed quite a bit of it. Um, Tyler, did you get to catch all of it? No? I was sick and I <laughs> medicated myself and slept through most of it. But well, I, I kind of know what happened. Yeah. I just couldn't get like too specific with anything. Yeah. So, I mean, here's just a brief rundown. They had a Ziggler Miz promo. Uh, Miz came out and said, this title is now t- uh, tainted. It's tarnished. You know, I was the best thing that ever happened for this title. I, I elevated it to levels that had never been before. Obviously, you know, putting himself over in the process. Um then uh, then Ziggler had a match with the Spirit Squad, ended up getting the win. Then uh, Slater run and make the save. Yeah. And they go for the beatdown. Yep. Um, we already talked about Dana Bryan and uh, Shane McMahon challenging Raw to the Survivor Series. Um, got to see Naomi go up against Carmella. Naomi got the win uh, after, I believe, a distraction from Nikki Bella. Um and then Jimmy Uso went up against Chad Gabo. Gable. Gabo. Gabo. Um, Jimmy Uso gets the win. Got to see AJ cut a promo. And then James Ellsworth. They like using that guy. Man. Man, sign that guy to a contract. I like him. <laughs> what? They can have someone the like, mo- uh, what's it called? I mean, I, I, he's the modern day Colin Delaney. 
That's what I was about to say. Yeah. Modern day Colin Delaney. Or they'll use him as, you know, the lovable loser. Yeah. Role. So he's taking Heath Slater's spot as the guy who the crowd loves, but he always loses. Yeah. Because now Heath Slater's starting to get a couple wins now. Um, so James Ellsworth gets put in a match against AJ Styles. Uh, Dean Ambrose, your special guest referee. You know how that normally goes. Uh, Ambrose answering the phone, his cell phone, going outside and autographs, taking pictures. Is that distracted. an old flip phone? No. I don't think so. Uh, it might have been. Flip. Who knows? Um, I don't think so. The uh, the nasty Styles clash because uh, James forgot you're not he, supposed to tuck your chin he, whenever you he take that. He looked like match. he was all right because he well, was on talking on Smack. Oh, uh, I saw a picture that He's, AJ saved his life yeah. by going to his knees and not pancaking down. Yeah, uh, AJ at the very last second, I guess, caught himself. I got to rewatch that and uh, and managed you know to. He, pancakes flat on yeah. the bump well he like went to his knees instead of fly down if not he probably would have broke that kid's neck yeah because i mean not that, that it would have been nasty. his fault but you know what i'm saying yeah that that's the nasty. first time i ever seen because i didn't get to see the stuff with tatsu or mm-hmm. whatever so i didn't see that when i saw it i was like oh man you're not supposed to tuck yeah for anyone who is out there trying if you're not heeding the WWE's warning of don't try this at home and you insist on trying the Styles Clash, do not tuck your chin. Yeah. As the life-saving advice. How about right you guys just don't fuck yeah, just don't try it. Well, I'm just saying, you know, if they if they don't want to heed the warnings. After this, I'm putting don't Daniel try on the Styles Clash. Yeah, good luck lifting my fat ass up. <laughs> uh, Ray Wyatt teaming up with Luke Harper going up against Randy Orton and Kane. What can you say? They had a... <laughs> Randy Orton and Kane had a backstage segment, hey, and he you? was like, I know all about the pain and suffering and the voices in my head, and can you, my beer too. can you reach my level of agony or whatever? Oh my God, it was terrible. It was awful. Um, Bray Wyatt and Luke Harper get the win, so we make sure to follow the buzzards. I'm glad Luke's back, but I hope he's not sucked down by this feud. Hey, 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 hey. We don't need Kane. No, we don't. Um, <laughs> after that, talk about Raw. <laughs> uh, kicked it off with Sasha calling out Charlotte, saying, I want you in Hell in a Cell. You. Which, I dig the concept. First time it'll ever happen. Um, I'm all for it. Um, what you? Th- what was your thoughts on uh, Rusev coming out? And interrupting. I mean, honestly, uh, again, I was sleeping through this most on and off, but I mean, I just thought it was just a way for him. I mean, they're sort of focusing on the women in a way they haven't in the past. Yeah. In the way that they they know the roster is kind of thin, and they know the women are popular right now, Mm -hmm. so they're sort of using them. I mean, not that they shouldn't be like they're use. You're supposed to use whoever's fucking over. Yeah. I actually, I really enjoyed it because it was a way of, you have a guy come in, he's like, you know, y'all can have whatever feud you are having, but right now you're in my ring, you need to get out. And I like the fact that the women are like, hell no, like who the hell do you think you are stepping in our ring? Uh, They're like, our beef is a little bit more important than what you've got going on right now. Plus it's just a way to to get heat on Rusev because 
the the people are into what the women are doing, and he's like, "Who gives a fuck about what you're doing?" <laughs> so <laughs> it's a much. way to get heat on him, you know. But I like the yeah. fact that even for that split second, you know, Charlotte and Sasha were on the same page. They're like, "No, hell no, get the hell out of our ring. We've got business to take care of," uh, you know. And they, and then Roman Reigns comes out and stares uh, Rusev down, um, which set up for the tag match later on in the night. I uh, got to see Kofi go up against uh, Cesaro. Um, is there a reason? Just there. I mean, it's going to be the New Day versus Cesaro and Sheamus. Oh, yeah, yeah. They get the Why did I say that? The yeah, title. Yeah, 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 yeah. So sort of the, they okay, sort of, this week we face you, then next week Sheamus will face Big E or something. If I remember correctly, they sort of baby face Cesaro and put Sheamus down. They're sort of like, we see, the, we see what's up with Cesaro. He's all yeah. right. But Seamus is a douchebag or whatever. <laughs> yeah. That's not what they, obviously, they said much yeah. more entertaining things than I just said. But. And uh, and during the matchup, match up, uh, Seamus did a Facebook Live video. And, uh, really? Yeah, so you can go onto his Facebook page and, and rewatch it if you want. What I found really funny is that through the first like two or three minutes of it, He's uh he's standing there talking, but due to the crowd noise and the mic and him talking, it doesn't pick up on anything just because it's so loud. So it just cuts out all the audio until he like stands up and walks over to a different part. Um, but and it was kind of interesting because I watched it a little bit, and uh, you know he would get up and do something, and then like thirty seconds later you'd see it on the TV. Oh really? So uh, you know obviously there's a delay there for yeah. censorship purposes and all that but um yeah it was pretty cool but kofi ends up defeating cesaro and uh yeah uh bailey got to go up against a local enhancement talent as it was bailey's hometown she got her nice homecoming welcome and got the win uh afterwards she got beat down by dana brooke so i'm thinking this will probably set up for a match at hell in a cell superpower beat down yeah uh, cruiserweight action, Lince Dorado made his debut teaming up with Sin Cara, uh, which was nice. They they said that Sin Cara wanted to go down into the cruiserweight division and uh, see what it's all about, which I'm totally fine with because that way he can wrestle more of a lucha yeah. style instead of more of the WWE style. He's definitely not two or five of the... Huh? He's definitely not two or five of the... No. Well, How much would you made- say he weighs? Over two of five. <laughs> He's a thick dude. Yeah. Uh, I'll see if I can find that. Well, so you know that's probably there, say, oh, he, shoot he cut down or whatever, and he probably didn't. Well, the thing say. about it is when they did the classic, they made them all weigh in. You know. Yeah. So, I doubt. Mystico I doubt. is billed at one sixty five. Yeah. Well, that's Mystico <laughs> is uh, substantially smaller than Unico is billed at two oh five. What are you talking about? He may talk- be billed at two oh five now. Yeah. There was only one Sin Cara. What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Kalisto 170. All I know is Sin Cara got buff and he got tattoos, okay? <laughs> yeah. So uh, Bigger. I mean. uh, they they oh, teamed up. Oh, Kalisto is billed at 170. Yeah. And and Mystico is billed at 165. Yeah. The, I think Mystico is bigger than Kalisto for sure. Don't you think? I mean, at the least are the same size, but I think... I think uh, Kalisto is smaller than Mystico. Mystico 165, Kalisto 170. Yeah, that might be bullshit, though. Wow. Mystico 5'7", Kalisto 5'6". Yeah, Mystico... So he's an inch shorter and five pounds heavier. I don't think he's heavier. Mm -hmm. Maybe before he got off the gas. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's a lot less ripped since he got signed. Mystico 
two is one sixty eight. If that counts for anything, I'm calling bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, five nine one sixty eight. Just going by by the Google. Everything that you read on the internet is true. It is, absolutely. But Lince Dorado and Sin Cara teaming up to go up against Tony Nice and Drew Gulak. So, um, you know, fine matchup. Good to see the action. The crowd seemed happy to um, see Cruiserweight Did they show, like, more of a submission stuff and this technical stuff of Gulak? I'm trying to remember. Not really. I mean, it was mostly just to put over Lince and uh, Sin Cara. But whatever. Um, then McFoley came out and announced that yes, Sasha Banks versus Charlotte will take place at Hell in a Cell inside Hell in a Cell. Um, and that's not the only matchup. There's also going to be Reigns versus Rusev Hell in a Cell. There's going to be Rollins versus Owens at Hell in a Cell. So three Hell in a Cell matches. Yeah, none of them. Feel like they particularly weren't the Hell in a Cell. It's just yeah. that whole like it's Hell in a Cell. It's thing. big, and you know this is kind of contradictory to to my biggest complaints over the years, where it's like okay, you have this you have this match or you have this particular stipulation, and you name the entire pay per view after it, but you only have one match that's inside Hell in a Cell. So this one, I'm okay with multiple matches but like you said there's not really a big build to warrant hell in a cell like yeah you know if you want dana brooke out oh cage match or you know something like that but or a banner from ringside like i don't feel you know I, I don't feel like the aggression is there to the degree where it's like the only way we can settle this is to trap you two inside hell in a cell i mean none of this shit feels personal this doesn't yeah. feel like a vendetta this doesn't feel None of these feel like a blood feud. I mean, like I, I'm fine with the cell, but I want you to tell me the story that is deserving of them wrestling in the cell. Yeah, and this is one of the main reasons why I dislike the stipulation or the the you know Hell in a Cell pay per view, the Money in the Bank pay per view, uh, the Extreme Rules pay per view, the TLC pay per view. It 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 takes away the surprise and the happy you know the oh my gosh the shock value. You know, everyone's going in, well, well, it's December, which means TLC's right around the corner. So, you know, they go in expecting it. And then you just put on matches because of it. Instead of this build, this feud has boiled to this point that the only way that we can contain it is inside Hell in a Cell. Like, everything's gone crazy. These guys are fighting in the crowd. They're destroying everything in their path. We've got to contain these two so that they can hash it out, but keep everyone else safe, you know. I want to feel like two motherfuckers hate each other. Mm -hmm. I want to feel like if if allowed, these these two people might try and kill each other. Yeah, I, but I don't I don't care that two people are upset with each other over the fact that one isn't the the boss's pet and one is the boss's pet now. Yeah, or. Uh, someone ruined your stupid like wedding uh, party thing. <laughs> That to me that doesn't it doesn't justify going yeah, inside the to, cell. To me, it's just like okay, whatever. But I mean, I want, I want, I want to feel the hate of yeah. if you're going in the cell. You know. I mean, think back to before the Hell in a Cell pay per views. Whenever they had that build to where they were like, you know, 
we've gone as far as we can. Hell in a cell. The crowd's like, oh, damn, holy crap, that's insane. If you, you can't know. convey the hate, at least convey that nothing else has worked to finish this off. And, and yeah. it, it doesn't feel like the hate is there, and it doesn't feel like this is the last resort either for yeah. these people, for any of them. Take, take the pull-apart feud that John Cena and Brock Lesnar had where they were literally forced to be restrained, you know, bring them into separate corners. Take that and apply it to the Hell in a Cell. Like, the only way that these two are going to, you know, tear each other apart is inside Hell in a Cell. I feel like <laughs> if they had ran with it, we could have got there with yeah. Zane and Owens, but... Yeah. I mean, it's too late for that now. But. Sure. But, uh, but yeah, so we're going to have three matches inside Hell in a Cell. Whoopee. Um, we got to see Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. They were going to go up against uh, Enzo and Cass, but Enzo and Cass end up getting attacked by Al- uh, Anderson and Gallows uh, before their match gets underway. So it looks like, yeah, I'll give them something to do. Yeah, that'll probably be one of your kickoff matches for uh, for Hell in a Cell. Then uh, Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel are like, nah, man, we want to we want to fight. We want a match. And uh, Sami Zayn and Neville answer the call. So I figured it would be Neville. When Sami Zayn came out, yeah, me too. Um, which I don't have a problem with with either got either of the guys coming out. It was a Sammy quick Zane's matchup. Sami Zayn's not doing anything. Yeah, Neville's not doing anything. I think this was like the first time we've seen Curtis Axel on Raw since the split. Um, I think you're right about that. And uh, you know, it was a quick little three and a half minute matchup. They didn't even go to commercial for it. Um, Sami Zayn and Neville get the win. Bo Dallas was upset, took his uh, sign, and went home. Uh, got to see R-Truth go up against Titus O'Neil. Uh, another quick matchup. R-Truth gets the win. Hashtag make it a win. Titus O'Neil not happy at his press conference later. Again, Tom Phillips the only one in the room. And Titus was having microphone problems. <laughs> but um, I like yeah. that stuff. Then uh, Press conference. Then we got to see a matchup with Braun! Uh, as he went up against the Splash Brothers, Stephen and Clay, which, all right. Um, Braun Strowman made quick work of them, said, Mick Foley, is this all the best you have, and I want more, blah, blah, blah. And Mick Foley is just weird, this uh, raw. Are you talking about his custom flannel suit? Yeah. Man. What is? You know, women go crazy about a sharp-dressed man. Sharp-dressed flannel man? Flannel Man, that's right. Flannel Man. So, uh, wonder, still wondering who the uh, first real competition for Braun Strowman will be. Um, Sasha teaming up with Roman, defeat Charlotte and Rusev, whatever. Wolverine. Wolverine. Yeah, what's up with that facial hair? Um, Paul Heyman addresses the Goldberg stuff that's going on. Do you guys have any interest in seeing Goldberg no. versus Brock Lesnar? No. Because I know I sure don't. I was sort of hoping they did it at the Rumble just because I've never seen Goldberg live before. Even though yeah. I, I wouldn't be like... It's not a match that I was looking forward to and it's not a match that I would it's have gonna, any... It's going to be a different style like than their last match. I mean, Lesnar's <laughs> I sure hope so. Lesnar's that, changed. Their last match was god-awful. Lesnar's changed, so he's just going to dominate Goldberg the whole time. But is he though? Are they bringing in Goldberg just to do the job? Yeah, they're yeah, yeah they're they're you know, <laughs> your mania match is going to be Shane versus Brock. How fucking stupid is that? 
Like, I don't... Is that really what the... Yeah, they're, they're, they're bringing in Goldberg to make Brock look good so he can wrestle Shane at WrestleMania. Mark my words. They have been marked. I don't want to see this. Is that a mark? I Like, I... <laughs> Goldberg was always very basic. Yeah, very, sure. Very, you know... Dominant, very limited. But I like... I wasn't a big WCW fan, but the stuff I researched and watched, I did like that dominant persona that he mm-hmm. had. Uh, maybe not so much now, but with it was like 173 wins or something in a, in a row. I mean, I, I thought that was cool, but yeah. you know, I just remember watching that week after week. And I was like, "This is awesome! This guy's never gonna lose." They're gonna pay him a lot, and he's gonna lose to. I don't know. He's just not gonna be. It's that dominant. He's just gonna get his butt whooped off. I don't know how rem- they're gonna play it out in this match. I remember where I was when Goldberg's streak ended. I watched it happen live, and I was like, "No!" Because I was like, "You a- and who was the first one to defeat him?" It was Kevin Nash, with help with, with from Scott Hall, who used a stun gun, but it was taped off at the end for safety purposes. Uh, but it's I think still- it's more of a cattle prod because stun guns yeah. are those little handheld things. The cattle prod looks like a big fucking yeah. Like, it was a stun stick or yeah. something, whatever it was. Uh, but they had it taped off at the end, but it would still make that <laughs> noise. <laughs> and if you go back and watch it, you can see the tape clear as day. Just, whatever. And then uh, <laughs> Kevin Nash, uh, you know, delivered the power bomb and uh, won the title. That was whenever he was part of the Wolfpack. Uh, but where I was, I was at. It's also when he was booking. Yes, that's true as well. <laughs> uh, but I was at. Who would have thought? Book yourself to go over here. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, at my sister's at the time boyfriend's house, now ex boyfriend. But uh, um, I remember he like got all in my face. He was like, "Yeah, I told you he was gonna lose." And I'm like, "You're a jerk." <laughs> but um, but yeah. So I'm not looking forward to seeing Goldberg versus Lesnar two. Goldberg versus Lesnar one was bad enough. If you don't believe me. And you have the WWE Network, or you happen to have WWE or WrestleMania 20 in your possession, go back and watch that match and tell me I'm Les- wrong. Or, They're only like 13 years older now. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Goldberg is 49. 49 years and old. And Brock is 39. Somewhere around there, yeah. So, you know. And plus, how is he going to act? Like his Because he already did an interview with Xavier Woods, and he did the ESPN thing, saying, so, you know, I'm... I don't know where my head's at. You know, yeah. I would like they they cut shit together to make it sound way more than it was because yeah, his original was like I could probably do it. I need some time to get ready though, and they're they yeah. made it seem like yeah, yeah I'm good to go. Let's do this. Let's do that, this next week. That's why I was thinking maybe he's like at least because he says something like at least give me to the end of the year to get ready. So I was like that's why I thought we were gonna go to the Rumble. Yeah. So. But uh, apparently they're full steam ahead for Survivor Series. I'm okay with that match not happening at the Rumble. I'm just I saying. Just, I know you'd like to see him live, as would I, because I've never seen Goldberg wrestle live. But I'm okay with that not happening. He yeah, can go up against James Ellsworth for all I'm not, I care. Uh, I'm not upset about it. It's just been like <laughs> a, a check on the, yes, I did see Goldberg live once. Don't worry. Yeah. Goldberg will be dominant in 2K17 for me. So. It'll be like my first time watching Sting wrestle live. It ended up being his last match, but I got to see it. So. Kind of a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I, I've seen Sting in some good matches live before. So Nice. Um, TJ Perkins goes goes up against uh, Arya Davari. Um, you know, it was fine. Nothing bad about it. Um, Seth Rollins goes up against Chris Jericho. If Jericho wins, he's in the... Uh, in the Hell in a Cell match to make it a triple threat. 
So they're kind of planting the seeds. You know, maybe Jericho is going to get that okay. title shot. If against one Kevin of us Owens. is champion, we're both champion. Yeah, we're, we're the champ. I can be champion, and Kevin Owens is still champion. And then Kevin Owens is like, "Yeah, that's right. I could be champion, and Jericho could be champion." Oh, I like the little crisscross that they do with that. You're though. on the list. Well, they do. They do. They do the we. Both think we're better than each other, but we put up the front like we're friends, like things so well. Yeah, because they just do like the small things, like like the the Kevin and Chris show with them when they fool with the other guests. Then the Chris like, and Kevin show. It's like the, he puts his name first, and then it's just the way that like Jericho is like intrigued and excited when she's like, "You may get the title shot or whatever. Mm-hmm. You do whatever." But he just, I don't know. They do it really well. I mean, he's totally reinvented himself, like character wise, and you know what. You're on the list again, <laughs> Felipe. <laughs> I did chuckle a bit. I, I like the Stephanie thing. Not to cut you off. I'm sorry because you said the list though with the Stephanie where he's like, I didn't. I wasn't going to put you on the list. I, I, I don't even know how to spell Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> I did chuckle a he's bit. He's like as erasing well. it. While yeah. <laughs> I did chuckle as well whenever he was in the ring and he's like, you know what, Mick Foley, you're on the list uh, again. He was like, dude, the list was created because of me. What are you talking about? Of course, I'm on the list. <laughs> So, uh, just really good interaction. I, it's, and, it's just so weird how the list is so over. Yeah. I'm not saying it shouldn't be because it's funny, but that, it's just so weird that like they got the over. The crowd is like waiting for him to say it no, now. No, it's the littlest things. That and then it yeah. is over. So The way that Owens always like corrects the spelling. <laughs> no, it's Kofi with an I. K-O-F-I. <laughs> Woods is laughing. Woods is la- oh, Woods, you're laughing too? You know what happens to that? You know liked, what happens when I, you're laughing? I actually liked how New Day you're sold it. You're on the list. I liked how New Day sold it. We're like, we're. No! He's like, no, I don't need to listen. <laughs> don't put me on the it list. It sounds so dumb to say, but like, if. I don't know. I just like it. I don't mm-hmm. know. Drink it in, man. Uh, so Rollins ends up defeating Jericho. So it's still a traditional one on one. So, uh,. That pretty much does it for all the wrestling. I did not get to catch Lucha Underground. I am so far behind on that. I just get home and I'm just done. Um, caught a little bit of NXT from this this past week, so we got to see the uh, the debut of Sanity, which is kind of interesting to say. Um, Who is Sanity? It's two guys, a girl, not a pizza place, and Eric Young. Okay, let me see if I can. Get this. It's Alexander Wolf. Nikki Storm is the girl. I don't know if she's going by Nikki Storm because I miss the show as well. And um, what is uh, the other dude? I know it. I know it's on the tip of my tongue. Tip of the tongue, the top of the teeth. I'm drawing a blank. Okay. Tell us, Daniel. I don't know. He got more than I got. I got Eric Young. So there's that. Uh, so yeah. So when is it? Is it next week's episode when we're gonna see what's his name's partner, Austin Aries' partner? I I guess so. Stay tuned for that. It's gonna be Funaki. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't have a jingle. So Sawyer Fulton. Ah, who was the guy who was teaming with uh, Dawkins uh, for a while? Angelo Dawkins. Yeah, he's the guy who was teaming with him for a while. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say I, mean, I had to finish it because yeah, soon. yeah. Uh, I don't have a jingle, but if you guys would like jingle, to talk about jingle. Total uh, Bellas, y'all go right ahead. Okay, 
This is the first episode of... Would you like me to do Total like an Bell. intro for you or... Go ahead, Just sure. on the spot. And now Total Bellas with Doug and Tyler. All right. Hey, we're here. Like I said, it's the first episode of Total Bellas. Um, it starts out saying that... What was it? Nikki needs help because she, you know, had surgery on her neck. So she wants the help of her family. So once she talked to John and see if they can move in to John Cena's house. They'll say it's their house. It's John Cena and Nikki's, but it's John Cena's house. Um, so they all, so it's, I didn't think that Johnny Ace and uh, her mom moved in. I don't know if, because I think they said uh, he he lives down the street about like 20 minutes. They said he lives in the area, but the I don't. Area. I don't recall them saying that he, him, and his her mother, him and their mother, lives together already. So no, I may be wrong about that. Though. Daniel Bryan, Bree, JJ. I thought JJ's girlfriend or wife was it, and like in the promos, the pictures when they're all standing the steps. I swear there was a. She's on the she's in the promo picture, but but she, she wasn't. wasn't at least she wasn't on the first episode. Yeah. So they all get there. They have a meeting. John Cena lays down the rules. Pretty much uh, leave everything like it was or like everything's neat. Like when you get up, make your bed. Um, let's see what are some other things. Um, once a week, they're going to dress super nice. Like suits, dresses, and stuff like that, and eat dinner in the house together. Yeah, like coffee in the morning together. Coffee in the morning. No shoes in the house. No shoes in the house. Don't leave your shit everywhere. Yeah, and then afternoons they'll get to get with each other and they'll separate. I think that's just after the fancy dinner. Oh, after the fancy dinner, the guys will go into cigar room or something, Mm -hmm. and the the girls will go to another room and gossip or whatever. Uh, <laughs> that's like extremely sexist, but okay. <laughs> that is. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not sexist. I just said that. Um, there's something else. No. Um, just how he said everything. Um, everyone was very wide-eyed. And um, yeah. So let's see what else happened afterwards. I know. Oh, they brought the dog, Josie. Oh, also Nikki and uh, John, they have a dog too. Winston, I believe. Winston. So, Josie bit John Cena. We didn't see it. They didn't show it, but they they showed a part where he's about to walk in and Josie runs after or walks into tries to walk into the house from outside the pool and Josie follows him and he looks down, then he jumps. And oh shit. So he gets mad and was like, This is unacceptable. We need to call animal control on this this dog. Everyone's apologizing, sorry, you know, that happened. But John Cena was super pissed about it and he didn't like that. He wanted to get rid of the dog. Yeah, I mean the 
basically the whole show was them putting over like seeing his rules and everyone reacting to his rules and sort of being uncomfortable in the house and around him and approaching him about the way he does things and the way he expects people staying in his house to be. Um, That's basically the entirety of the first show. They sort of, they sort of put over the fact that Brian and Bree don't really want to be there because they, they are so different, like personality wise or whatever. And, uh, but, yeah, good. Uh, um, I mean, it's just from little things to where like they make a big deal about, he makes a big deal about like, no shoes in the house. So when they go to the fancy dinner, they don't put like shoes on. Yeah. And they're like, why the fuck aren't you wearing shoes? It's just like good because they're like, oh, well, we thought you didn't want, I thought it was really funny when Brian's like, should I tuck my pants <laughs> into my like socks or whatever? <laughs> It's just weird. Um, yeah. The thing is, is that, like, I can relate to John Cena on the level of, like, I don't like people, like, messing with my stuff either, and I don't, I like, like, my possessions in a very particular way. I don't like people messing with them, and uh, even if I know they're not going to really fuck them up, it's just, like, a weird, like, personality quirk that I have. So I identify him with that. Uh, with him in that way, but I think the difference between John Cena and me is that like I feel really guilty about acting that way, and I feel like bad about it, and I, you know, I almost sort of hate that about myself. But he feels really dickish about it, and like not like he hates that about himself, yeah. like the way I feel like I hate it about my own self, and like I'm almost like apologetic in a way about it. Like I've I've like flat out said things to people about like how they've handled my stuff but like the way that he's like so unflinching about it is what is like what the the deal is i think more so that he's more so than he's particular about his his things you know so that's i guess what my takeaway and my big question is that and you know let me know what you think is that how much of that is do you think is the real John Cena and how much of that do you think is John Cena's total bear, total Bella's character? Um, I think there's some truth to it. I think that he doesn't want his house messed with, you know, like, I don't know about the bed situation, stuff like that, but like, don't mess with this. Don't destroy that, you know, and stuff like that. Well, they just, they sort of peppered in like, ways that he was sort of a dick about things, even offhandedly, like when they were having drinks with her mom and she says, oh, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, you sure didn't make your bed this morning. Yeah. Just like weird stuff yeah, that you would never it. say to people. Yeah, you know? that's, I think that's, that's fake or whatever. But, um, and I don't know, there's also another thing that he said though. He goes, let me know if y'all are staying up late because we have to go be- uh, bed on a certain time because if not, and you keep the light open, this is a state where something where you can shoot first or something like that. Yeah, it's he was basically saying it was uh, uh, he would shoot first and ask questions later, and he has a lot of guns or whatever. So I don't know. I I feel like there's part of the stuff that's fake, but I, 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 I I'm not. Like- I have no doubt that a, a certain percentage of it is worked up as a total Bella storyline. But my question is, you like how much of it do you think is worked up? Okay, put a percentage I, on it. Give wow. me a. Uh, I mean, just I mean, there's no right answer. Okay. We we would never fucking know. But I'm is it like fifty fifty? Do you think it's seventy thirty? Do you think it's sixty forty? How much of you think is bullshit for, for total bills, and how much do you think is 
the real John Cena. Calculate. Because let's, um, he sort of seems like a weird dude. Oh, like, yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, yeah, he does like the charity stuff and whatever, and that's good. I'm not take, trying to take that away from him or anything, but like even with his like total divas character, is he so, he seems like such a tight ass mm-hmm. that it's like he he seems like so uncomfortable with like being. I don't even know what the word would be for it. He's he's so uncomfortable with being like natural about things. It's just so weird. Like he's he's he's. I don't know. So I buy into like some portion of that is like maybe like 40, 60? 40, 60 in which in which way? Uh, forty. That's the real him, or sixty? That's the real him. Forty. That's the real him. All right. That's interesting. Because I mean, I could be totally wrong. I think that's weird. That oh, well, we um, would never know. So there's yeah, not a right answer. Know. That whole um, and it, I don't even know if how many people even stay there. You know, but like. The whole, you know, we're going to go eat dinner once a week, you know, all this stuff and make whole, I don't know. I think the only thing to me that really makes sense is, hey, this is my house. Don't fuck my shit up. Everything else is. Well, I think that's sort of reasonable in a way. That is very reasonable. But I think it's the way that he's like so unflinching about it is what makes him seem like an asshole. Because I'm sort of the same way, but I sort of hate myself for it. And so, like, I would be, I would, I would want to say that or mean to say that, but I could never be so blunt as that he is. I just, <laughs> you know, it's, that's what yeah. sort of makes him look like the asshole about it. Um, with some other things, they're talking about sex. Uh, Bree says that Daniel Bryan doesn't know what a quickie is. Um, and they were I mean, talk- I guess we should. For people who didn't watch it, she doesn't mean he doesn't actually know what what it is. It's just that he's not the type of dude. He's not into he, it. He doesn't do a quickie. He's like a take his time guy, I guess. I forgot. There was something they said about John Cena. How much of that do you think is Daniel Bryan character? He's not really into it. I mean, I mean, now what I mean is they're not. He wasn't there when they said that. So, right. Uh, it's hard to judge when he's not saying it himself. Yeah. When because I don't know. Supposedly the season is like coming off the hills of when he like sort of found out that he wasn't going to wrestle. So supposedly we're we're headed for some raw like unnerved like Daniel Bryan stuff, which I would be interested to see how he relax because they sort of like even the way that Cena was sort of like giving him the twenty questions about what he's going to do, like sort of came across as like a huge dick move where he's mm-hmm. just sort of like, I don't know, motherfucker. They just told me I can't wrestle and I want to wrestle. It's just, it was weird the way he was like, so what are you going to do? Because in the back of my head, it's like, you know, they're telling me, you know, I can't wrestle. I can wrestle. You know, they're not allowing me, so he's got to go with this for. <coughs> Which is pretty weird. I don't know. Yeah. Not enough Big Johnny for my for my taste. No, it hope, wasn't. I'm sure he's going to get worked in some more, but. Yeah. Um, I know that JJ, Brian, and a. Three, wanted to build like some dog uh, obstacle course. No, I, I think it's just a dog run, like a way that Josie could run in the yard, but like not get out. Oh, uh, like a little fence scenario. Yeah, they freaked out. Like, oh, you didn't ask John, and blah 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 blah. So, yeah, I mean, the finish was basically just them confronting like John about like the way he made everyone feel super uncomfortable, and he was just basically like. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just like that. 
I'm just like that. And uh, it didn't really feel like they got re- any resolve to the situation, but no, nope. I don't That's know. That's it. And this whole like season, I know they they show different things. It was like Nikki would come to Bree and be like, oh well, Brian's lying about this. I don't think Brian's telling the truth. I know John's telling the truth, so I don't I don't know what's going on. Shit like that. Yeah. So we will see. Yeah, I don't know. We don't have like a cool closing like the girl buy for this. We will figure something out. Even with total divas, I mean girl buy is gone because what's her name? Cameron's gone too, so But it still came from yeah. Total Divas. You're a grown ass woman. <laughs> Good stuff. Thanks, guys. Uh, How awesome would it be if Vinny was on Total Bills for no reason at all? shows just, up. <laughs> hey, guys. What's, what's up, guys? Hey, I brought the hookahs. Hoop-da. Yeah. Uh, 2K17 released this past week. Mr. Aberg did a fine job of unboxing it. Yes. As we, if You might have seen our uh, Facebook I made a little live mistake, video. though. I was totally wrong on the cards. There's only one card from that set. You don't get the whole set. So I think I got uh, Dawson. We forgive you. (laughs) We forgive you um, and we love you. I played a little bit. Uh, Things that I've noticed I like. Okay, when you start up the game, you know right before a show starts, they'll have that dun-dun-dun-dun-whatever, that that song. They do that before you go into the menu. Hmm. You can skip it, but it's it's there. Uh, The menu layout is so cool. Um, so you can, it's not your typical menu stuff that you pick, but also in the background, you'll have like one of the entrances going on, like one of the superstars, he'll walk across the screen and then he'll disappear. <coughs> then he'll come up and like, he'll like pose and do whatever Yeah. or her. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, matches wise. I mean, I only played a little bit, so. I'm just going to tell the cool things that I've discovered. Um, it's a lot like last year. They're just building on new things. And there's some things that have changed. Um, let's see. Oh, breakout. You mm-hmm. know how you can attack people? You can do that in tag matches. That Nice. Because I was playing as the American uh, Alpha versus Brizongo. And I wasn't paying attention. I was trying to skip. Because I got the American Alpha to come out. And mm-hmm. Tyler was coming out. And then we did a breakout. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> so he was in the ring and we beat him up and stuff like that. And then out of nowhere, the camera shows the entrance. Here comes uh, Fandango running out and stuff nice. like that. Um, what else? Whenever you pick a character in the main menu, mm-hmm. Lillian Garcia will announce them Very automatically. Cool. So that's cool. A lot of new moves and motions. Have you begun create a wrestler? No. Oh. I've only done singles matches. And I'm just <laughs> trying to get, you know, controls. I don't know if there's just been a gap between what I played last year and mm. this, this year. Uh, I know it's been like three or four months, but it seems like with the reversals, it's just kicking my butt. Hmm. I mean, I'm getting Tougher. it, but it just seems like it's... A little harder. A little harder. And like... They're just like reversing me a lot. Nice. Uh, More review to follow. Yeah, and like uh, I know out of nowhere, this is in this regular singles mode. I don't know how this works because I know in universe mode you can have people like 
you know, um, who are mad at you. I don't think last year they did run-ins, but in regular singles mode, like I'm like, I was playing Goldberg versus Triple H, mm-hmm. and I was beating up on Triple H and stuff, and then Diamond Dallas Page runs out of there, <laughs> like out of nowhere, and tries to fight me and stuff like that. And he's on Triple H's side. So I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, also, who I was playing Shinsuke, and I picked a random person, and it landed on Connor. So, and I was beating up on Connor, and I won the match, but I got out of nowhere a cheap shot. Blake came out of there <laughs> out of nowhere and started beating me up. Weird. Oh, wow. Huh. So there's some cool features in here, and I'm I'm. I'll, tell you, more time I'll tell you a quick story. Uh, I went and sold some of my games back to GameStop today, and uh, I had a small gift card to Target. So I was like, okay, well, I'll take the money from GameStop, go over to Target, and uh, and I'll get 2K17. They didn't have it. Not even a display for it. So I was like, well, that's fate telling me I, I wasn't intentionally, I wasn't originally going to get the game, so that's that's destiny telling me, nah, you're GameStop just not going to get this GameStop will give one. you cash? Yes. Yeah. I thought they'd give you store credit. Normally they do, but now for the for however long, uh, I don't know if it's just a limited deal. They'll give you the same amount of cash as they would as an in-store credit. So I was like, hell yeah, hmm. I'm all about that. So, so that means you're not going to get the game. Ah, <sighs> looks like I'm not. Bummer. Sorry. Sure. Maybe if it goes on sale, I'll get it. Just, be a while. just because it's so much to commit to, it's so much money to commit to that I only play a few times, you know. Fair enough. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, but I look forward to a, to coming over to your place and and playing it and mm-hmm. having a good time. If if I play it enough, I'm like, okay, yeah, I got the I got the bug for it. Maybe I'll get it. But at the moment, I'm okay without it. Uh, but we do have some hot topics. Uh, a lot of twos or second times uh involved in this one uh the first two that we have Paige has been suspended for a second time this time for 60 days apparently she uh violated the wellness policy three strikes are out again yeah not looking good for her so i don't know uh supposedly she forgot to get a doctor's prescription note sent over to the wwe and they popped her for it and has been uh, suspended yet again. Like no, 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 no. There is more to the story than this. Okay. <clears throat> um, she got... It was announced that she failed second time. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, she posted a bunch of shit on Twitter about how um, it doesn't matter if you have a prescription for your, your meds because... It's not good enough, but certain people can get away with it or whatever. Mm. Although WWE apparently does have something that says you have to, it, whatever you're taking has to come from their doctors, like prescription wise mm. or whatever. So apparently that is an actual thing. But then WWE fired back was like, no, 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 this is not a, this is not something they like. This is like illegal, like illegal drugs. This isn't like uh, you got a prescription for someone else that we are not accepting like valid like medication this is like illicit like drug use <laughs> that's what Busted. i heard. that's what i heard yeah did you see the tmz video with her and del rio talking no but though if it's about the stabbing he doesn't change his story five times so it's yeah. all bullshit as far as i'm concerned really what was it 
like he personally changed the story five times. Yeah, well, I've heard him. I've heard him, and then people relaying his story that he's changed it like five times. And so <laughs> I don't know. And have you seen Paige lately? She looks not well. Well, that's what I was saying. That's what I was alluding to. Like <laughs> really? in the video, yeah. she's like she's looking like she's kind of out there. Yeah, she looks sketchy as fuck. You guys show me a picture. <laughs> yeah. Or I'll, was I'll she you. like that in the TMZ? Yeah. Oh yeah. Show me that video afterwards. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> excuse me. So she this got popped. WWE was trying to save you from I don't going know. this way, and so she's suspended for sixty days, and supposedly she's having a career-threatening neck surgery or something soon. I don't know any details on that, but that's just what she's saying. Uh, so she'll be out even longer than sixty days. It's looking. Um, another injury: Hideo Itami injured again. This time he's going to be out a number of months. Again, just came back, already back on the shelf. It's so sad to see. Yeah, because what, what's the name? Austin and uh, their feud did not like finish, right? Yeah. Nope. Just, uh, it's tough. I mean, I know injuries happen, and... I hope that, I mean, I know there's other factors that, you know, we'll, WWE will release someone for, but I hope they don't, like... I hope they don't consider him injury prone or something like that. Yeah. Because we watched the video right before we started doing the show, and it was just a freak, you know, a freak move. It just it ended wrong. Accidents happened inside the ring, and this was just one of those cases. Fuck. It was out of his control, you know. But uh, so he's going to be out. I, I don't know if it's a freak accident. I think it might have been the other guy's fault. Because well, when, you contr- when you're giving the power slam, you're in control of their body. You sort of tuck them under when you're yeah. rotating around. He just he just didn't do it well, and uh, unfortunately Hideo is paying fault. the price. Um, I mean, because if you think about that, when you're when you're being given or taking a power slam, your body is in complete like you're giving them control of your whole body. You're just yeah. sort of going with it. Yeah. Um, final bit of hot topic news in the world of twos: Trish Stratus has announced that she is pregnant with her second child. So, congratulations to her! Congrats! Some happy news to pass along. So, good stuff. Uh, with that being said, time to go into the Q and A portion of the show. Your questions, our answers. Only question this week coming to us from Jamal saying, "Hey guys, great work as usual." My question may be a bit long, but it's about someone I think super highly of, and that is Adam Cole. Do you think Adam is the most WWE-ready superstar on the indies currently in terms of promos fitting into the WWE style of wrestling, character, the WWE look, uh, although he may not be that big? Uh, do you think he might be underrated as a worker because he doesn't have a standout, high-flying, or technical style to his arsenal? Uh, he has a he has put great matches with Jay Briscoe and most certain, uh, most recently Jay Lethal. And Kyle O'Reilly. Thanks, guys. Keep up the stellar work. So thank you very much for the question, Jamal. We certainly appreciate uh, it. I don't think he's underrated. I think he's adequately rated. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like enough people are. I like, think enough fans. people are respecting his work. And yeah, I don't. I wouldn't say he's underrated. I'd say he's about rated properly. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's any reason that he was done some tryouts and there was like interest. I mean, like yeah. the hot the hot word, which you know doesn't always pan out as the hot word but i mean suppose i i thought the word was he's wrapping up in december at final battle to go mm. to NXT. i mean that's not like a sure. something anyone said for sure but that's sort of like it'll keep your ears open for, that's for the new word the the sort of the talk that people are like laying down out there is like he's mm. done after final battle and he's headed to nxt 
Wow. That would be cool. That's my understanding. I mean, again, awesome. that's like people's speculation. That's sort of what the speculation is. Yeah. That's awesome if that's the case. I hope to. I, I hope we get to see him in, in WWE. I mean, he's certainly one of those guys that they could pick up in an instant. He'd, he'd gel very well with their... Uh, with their formula, especially in NXT. I mean, my God, the talent pool over there is is amazing. So he he'd do just fine. Um, fun fact: If I don't know how long you've been listening, Jamal, but if you actually go back, um, or you can go either on our YouTube channel, which where that's where you submitted the question, or you can go onto our Facebook page and click on the albums and uh, click on the album guests on our podcast. And we actually had an interview with Adam Cole back in like 2011. It was episode it was a very early episode, probably like episode 34, 33 somewhere around there. Um, but we actually got to interview Adam Cole. Really good guy. Awesome to talk to. I'd love to have him on again. I've actually reached out to him a couple of times and he's like, "Yeah, I would love to come on just, you know, reach out to these guys and and, uh, and we can go from there. And, of course, I get the runaround where I'll email those guys and never hear back. So um, maybe we'll have them on again one day. Who knows? Never. But, um, but, yeah, I would certainly love to see Adam Cole come on. He's a very talented dude. Um, and who knows? Who knows what the future holds? Possibly as early as Jan- Hey, Royal Rumble's in January. Throw him right in there. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, don't be like, ha ha, if he's not like no, NXT. No, 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 no. I'm just saying that's what the talk out there is. There's rumors going around right now. Nothing is confirmed. So uh, so thank you for the question. That's going to do it for us this week. Make sure to submit your questions on our YouTube channel, WNS Video, also our Facebook page, WNS Podcast. Check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com, WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook, and subscribe to our show on iTunes if you haven't already by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We are on Stitcher. Beyond Pod, player.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Uh, the podcast is on Twitter at WNS Podcast. Daniel's at WNS underscore Daniel and Tyler's at Tyler underscore Bear. Even though he never uses it. So that's going to do it for us this week for the podcast crew. I am Daniel Heron. I am Tyler Bear. I'm Doug. And we will catch you all next week. Bye.